going on welcome back to another episode of the wonderful the arsenio's esl podcast and today is oh my god we're getting ready to go into the last bulk of this people we're into the last five episodes of this season that's right and we're going to be talking about assertiveness today and so what is assertiveness well let me give you four examples of this and then you could quite possibly related to your life okay so here we go let's say you're at work right your boss shoots down your great idea okay and this happens let's say at a meeting and then he just moves straight on to the next item on the agenda without giving you a chance to elaborate on your specific idea have you ever been in a similar situation and what did you do about that Now, again, I don't have to go all the way down my entire tree to tell you exactly what has happened throughout my life. But, you know, luckily I work for me and I never have issues with having to present ideas to other people only to have them shoot down. Uh, But there are a lot of people out there who do have these situations. Uh, I think the last time, you know, it was a proving ground day. And I think I had talked about this and one of the seasons it must have been this season to be honest with you because obviously I've been doing a lot of relatable things you know in regards to my life and uh, you know back in Thailand in 2014 it was about the proving grounds now remember you guys all know my story and so when I was basically you know trying to prove myself especially out here in Bangkok it was very difficult for anyone of color to get a job as it still is today Right. And luckily, I don't have to look for jobs anymore. I work for me now. And it's one of the greatest films in the world. But anyways, going back to that day, I still remember uh, there was a British girl that I had met at one of the worst in the, the worst English camp in the worst 72 hour period of my life. It was with the school, a government school called Wat Tepley Law. These these students and the staff, they just set us up to fail. They cut us off on the last day. I've never been so irate before in my life. I probably lost two years of my life from that instance. But nonetheless, I stayed friends with these clowns, essentially. And Nicole was one of them, although, you know, she was there not as a backbone, but as someone to keep urging me and to escape my victimhood. But I mean, the reality of the fact was that it was ugly out here. It was very difficult to get a job, even the job that I ended up getting the guy told me right in front of my face, you know, and his first question was how it is being, you know, uh, you know, African-American out here. And I said, oh, da, 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 da. And he said, just to let you know, there is racism here too. And I'm like, oh, well, here we go. And so I knew exactly what I was getting into, right? And so going back to that situation that happened probably just a couple weeks before, I went to another language center. I remember walking in and the Thai staff, my goodness. And and it wasn't just 2014. I had this happen in 2018 too, where the staff just look at you as if you're an alien and give you dirty looks, right? And I remember walking in, walking towards the back and the owner of the place, you know, he really didn't want to have me uh, as staff there or as an English camp, uh, what is it? Uh, What is it, an MC? I guess you could say the main coordinator of a a English camp and but yet, you know, the friend quote unquote friend at the time that I had for only I wouldn't even call her consider her a friend probably just an acquaintance. She literally like she urged me and said hey listen hey uh, you know she told him that hey he's American although he's this color da 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 da. So I remember we went in we started exchanging ideas and I had my ideas shot down by her. 
And I remember I had a great idea and she's like, oh no, but we already did this. And I'm like, okay, what about this? No, we already did that. And she was making me kind of look bad essentially in front of a guy that already had doubts about me. And she just ended up just pouring that on even more. And I was just like, huh? I didn't know what was going on. And so, you know, after that, it's crazy because, you know, she tried blaming me for it. She's like, see, you got very defensive and da, 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 da. And I'm like, wait, what? I got defensive. You shot down my idea in front of a guy that already had doubts about me based on the color of my skin. Are you kidding me? So that goes to show you eight years ago, people. Luckily, that doesn't happen anymore. Uh, I wouldn't dare doing anything like that, uh, even if my life depended on it. Obviously, I've scaled my business to the point where I am fully independent and I no longer have to work for people. Very, very grateful for that. And so with that being said, that is the situation. And luckily I didn't quit that time. Uh, I felt like I had something to prove. Luckily the school that we went to, which was in the Northeast side of Thailand, uh, they had the most amazing students ever. Uh, in comparison with the, the, uh, the, the rich bitches out here in Bangkok that looked down on me just as the teachers, just as society had looked on, down on me for what, a year and maybe a, several months up to that point. And so luckily, you know, I still remember, you know, at the very end, they were like, oh, which teacher did you like the most? And they got so loud when I stood up and I, it was just such a great feeling. And I look back at that asshole and I'm like, in your face, bitch. Never work for him again. Never work for him again. It's funny. He contacted me probably about a year later saying, oh, I, you know, I have some work for you. And I blocked him. I was like, get the fuck out of here. You are, I am not going to work for you. Absolutely not. Af not after what I know your impression of what your staff are and what you guys represent. So it happens. It happens to the best of, a, of us, but I'm so grateful for it. Not a victim, but I'm speaking at it from a, a completely different mindset where I look back and say, whoa, a month after my birthday, me being now 34 years old, pretty much feeling the same that I've felt the last five years, although mental health mission, all these different categories of my life have completely skyrocketed to a point where I never thought it would get to. Uh, but in saying that, that is the situation for you. Me, I didn't have to, to sum that up, I didn't have to prove anyone wrong, right? But I lost all my confidence living here for the 16 months at that time because of people telling me I'm not good enough based on the color of my skin. Remember my first job in Thailand, the lady said, we're going to pay you less because you're black and the other teachers are white and black teachers should get paid less. 1950s America is what Thailand was back in 2000, uh, 2013. But to be honest with you, fast forward three years, same Korean lady was gonna, she said the same thing to me, didn't wanna hire me because of the color of my skin. And next thing you know, she wanted to pay me a ridiculously outlandish, wage um oh my god it was a horrible wage especially being out here in bangkok and i'm like what you're gonna pay me full time i gotta dedicate all these hours to you do free essay evaluations for that money in the middle of the city center where everything is very expensive are you out of your oh my god 2018 didn't have a job or visa at that time but i told myself i'm gonna trust the process and said ah, yeah right bitch you crazy ah. so anyways it's so much that i learned and i just kept trusting that process that me developing who i am in this journey it was worth going through because i needed to understand the lesson that was at hand and so yeah you're probably at a job 
where things like this happen. But you're going to have to say, you know what? Okay, is this a place for me? You know, am I able to include my opinion in any of the discussions? If not, you know, what do I need to develop? What skills do I need to develop in order for me to not have to rely on this bullshit ass job anymore? The next one, here we go. Let's say under pressure to meet a deadline, you find that the rest of your team is just letting you down because they're not doing their fair share of work. Now, again, going back to 2016, I think this is something I had already talked about. Some clown named Stuart. I did a special project with them back in 2016 at a, what is it, at a company called SCG, Siam Cement, which is owned by, (laughs) won't even mention it. And you know, while I was, you know, doing this to email, oh man, like 85 people, these are just a bunch of stuck up ass shitty employees at this place. And, but luckily I was able to overcome it. Like a lot of those women, they had really nasty attitudes and women, girls had, get, listen, it was 2016 people. Okay. Let's just say Thailand, 2016, everything that these people knew about in regards to black was all insidious. Okay. All horrifically bad. We were all drug dealers and thieves and people who were always up to no good and basically doing drugs. That's basically what the entire country had created that image of what black people were. And everyone had to be in that labeled box. But me, I rocked the house. I came out there. I did what I had to do. Didn't really care about other people's feelings. And we took photos at the end and that was it. That was it. And this guy, hey, at the time, he did create a lot of things. He did. He didn't necessarily shoot down my idea, but he recreated a presentation. We went over it at this one specific area. And then I'm like, okay, well, I'll see you then. Saw him then. And then for some reason, I guess he said, oh, well, uh, you know, since I created this one, you're going to create the other one. He's like, oh, well, I'm going on holiday. So how about you just, okay, just do everything and just make sure it's done by the time I get back. I said, excuse me. No, that's not how it works not with me. Are you out of your mind? Like, do you seriously believe that I'm going to, I am confused as hell. And I told the corporate training guy, the same guy, which at the beginning, uh, this had to be either uh, late June, as a matter of fact, told me that, you know, quote unquote, to be honest with you, when we try getting factories, it's very hard to get them when we market a black guy. Right. And so this is the same company, the same guy, same corporate training department and the same two individuals that fall in that line of either not doing their fair share of work or just being blatantly just narrow minded and having that myopic point of view of life. So I said, fuck off. In 2016, boy, I started developing. The, hey, as we say in Puerto Rico, OK, I started developing those cojones. OK, I said you are not going to walk over me as if I am the biggest dog piece of shit on the face of the planet. I'm not going to allow you to do that. I'm not going to allow you to do that. I'm going to be exactly who, you you know, I know what I'm capable of. I'm not going to do 100% while you're out there on holiday only for you to come back and critique me and probably tell me that I'm not good enough. So no. And that was the end. Never did anything with them ever again. Never spoke to them again. I think I saw the guy maybe about three years ago, just randomly uh, at one of the big shopping centers out here in Thailand, because I think one of the, as a matter of fact, one of the companies, uh, the branches (laughs) is at that specific area back in 2019. I don't know what the hell they do now, but in saying that 
you know, it's, I'm like, no, I'm not going to be walked over. And we're going to be talking about this as the next three episodes come on in terms of power distance scales, in terms of people walking over you, et cetera, et cetera. You're not going to walk over me. And it's just as what happened at the company that I was training at outside of Bangkok this year. She thought that, you know, the driver and me waiting outside for an hour and 20 minutes in a sweltering heat, polluted area was okay. And not for me to say, uh, no, that's not okay. I'm going back home. Today's class is canceled. And I knew that that was going to jeopardize not only the relationship between her and I, but any future projects and the other three relationships, you know, and the women that are close to her. And sure enough, it did. Never spoke to him again after that specific moment. And I'm okay with that because during tough times, you will know who the real people are. I never saw that woman's face ever again. And it was simply because she was ashamed of showing her face. And this is what people want to do, especially people of power. They want to impose that power on other individuals. No, you're going to do as I say. I said, uh, no, that's not how I do it. And when I said that, it was one of, you know, uh, it was one of the best things that had, had that had ever happened to me, to be honest with you. Because it's crazy. I, I knew that I would end up never, like, just like last year. Okay. And this is huge because these are things and experiences that I've dealt with. And throughout these stories, you're hearing me say, no, I'm not going to do that. No, no, no. I knew that that project was gone forever. But by the time January rolled around, I really didn't want to train those employees anymore, regardless of the relationship that I had with, you know, the, what is it, the higher up in that company. I just felt like, man, I'm kind of wasting a Wednesday and a Friday training these people where (laughs) out of 85 students, 65, maybe 75% of them dropped out by March. And then only one really gave a damn. That's it. Wootsakon, big shout out to you. Okay, you probably still listen to my podcast. Love you to death. All right. Um, But that right there, I just can't take. I'm just like, man, what is this? The time is taking up a lot. The energy, a lot for people who really don't give a damn. What's the return? Nothing. I don't see any of these individuals getting better. How about the money? Money was good, but the sanity was at a zero. I just didn't like doing it anymore. And then that was it. And so I knew at that time, Arsenio, Arsenio, my other half was like, you do this, you know that it's over. There's no more future projects. And I said, I'm willing to accept that. And when you start putting you before other people and doing what is right, your life changes. Your life absolutely changes. And that's exactly what had changed with me and that individual. You know, um, you know, another lady in that training department, uh, she ended up saying, oh, you know, I'm not uh, I'm not free. I got things going on with my family. I'm like, yeah, this is basically an excuse that you're never going to come around again. Okay, bye bye blocked. The other one just became very distant because they are very close to both of them, as well as her cousin. And they all live at home. And so that was four people in a company gone. And I was willing to accept that because I'm not going to allow you to force me to do things that are totally out of line. That's not going to happen. And honestly, it was a great feeling. And thankfully, by the time March rolled around, 
you know, I had uh, a specific girl who had come onto a webinar, paid $5 for it. She was the El Dorado. She was the keys to the El Dorado. And I got plus, since then, I've got 80 to 90 plus Instagram followers, and I got an additional 30 students, you know, and I've be I'm becoming a huge name. And I just trusted the process. And it comes back down to that. I said, you know what? If this company is gone, then what? I was asking myself, but deep down inside, I'm like, trust the process. You got this. What you're doing, it's going to for it's going to just completely unravel. And that's exactly what it did. Not only did I get another company, obviously, you know, teaching an advertising agency, uh, but I ended up, you know, my my online business just completely blew up beginning from March. And it goes to show you that you trust that process. I'm like, you know what? Uh, no, that's not how it goes. I'm not doing that. What? No, you got to. Uh, no, I don't got to. This is not my work. And what you're doing right now is not cool. Knowing deep down inside, Arsenio, that's it. No more of this company. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Fuck you. Fuck your money. Fuck your employees too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not all of them. Not you, Boots are calling, but everyone else. Because they didn't really give a damn about bettering themselves. Fuck, it was like me training a bunch of a bunch of people who like it's kind of like going back to the quote unquote hood in the south side of Chicago. Do you think those people want to get better at life? No, they're just following what everybody else does, and then they end up dead by 25. I can't help those clowns. I can't help you if you can't help yourself. So I'm gonna give you this number three in the staff canteen, canteen room, cafeteria, right? A group of people push a push in front of you and they jump the queue on you again. Okay. Let's just say people just cut you. Uh, I've had my, uh, you know, it, it's, it's crazy. The things that have happened. I will talk about the Australian experience with, you know, my housemate almost getting in a fight with this older guy. And there was just a big mad argument right there in the middle of the store. This was actually the first two, three hours that I moved to Melbourne too. Yeah. Not the best place, right? <laughs> oh my God, Melbourne, Melbourne, Australia, by the way, just, oh, I just do not like it. However, that's just one incident being around the wrong people, being in that 2011 mindset, not really much at all. But nonetheless, you know, after that had happened, uh, there have been other instances where people try cutting, especially out here in Thailand, the old heads people over 50 years old, the women especially, they love to just cut because they feel like they can and because they're entitled. And I'm like, uh, no bitch, uh, <clears throat> hurry up. Sometimes they get in my way and I'm like, excuse me, do you not see somebody else here? I kinda, I guess you could say that's kind of being a bulldozer, which we're gonna be talking about in the next podcast. But at the same time, I say, hey man, uh, what you doing right now? Uh, bitch, get out the way. Okay, I ain't got no, I ain't got no sympathy for you old heads out here. You motherfuckers are the main reason why racism still persists in the culture scape because you're disgusting ideology. So fuck off. I know it's really, but it's like brute force. Okay, it's just like I'm just right there in the face because I got no respect for these old heads. I don't even look at them because they always got those bitchy, ill, black looks on their face. So I don't even pay no mind to looking at them. I would never speak to them. Nothing whatsoever. Y'all just get the fuck away from me. And so I just keep it real. I keep it real. Like, I don't try to be a bulldozer. I'm just assertive. Ha, ha, excuse me. Yeah, 
Are you done? Thank you. I'm just really quick with it. I ain't got no, I have no time for the old heads. Now, other people are aware, but these old heads, they just feel like they're the center of the universe. So if you jump the line, if you try doing everything, I'm gonna make, I'm a, boy, I get nasty. I really do. People talking in the movie theaters, my other half, I'm, she's like, oh, don't worry, I'll tell them, I'll tell them. I say, you, you better get them. You better get them. I'm about to blow up in mean, this, but I do not like discourtesy and I don't like inconsideration. I know that the half the world's population, maybe 98% of the world's population, they are inconsiderate. Maybe, I don't know. <sighs> but if you do that around me, I'm going to have to let it be known. So going on to the next one. The last one, you're asked to take on a lot of extra work. Okay. You're expected to stay a little late to finish up some business, even if it disrupts your social life. How do you feel about that? How does that make you feel? Like, like, like people saying, hey, you know, um, to be honest with you, you know, I, I need you to do this, okay? And I need it done by this time, thank you. I'm gonna say, uh, is this mine? No, it's not, it sounds like it's yours, we're done. This is yours, take it back, I'm done. Um, luckily, this never, ever hasn't happened in four plus years, uh, working at this place, basically I'm my own entrepreneur. You know, I make and break my own assets at this tutorial company that I spend very, very little time at. But at the same time, you know, there have been jobs where people say, oh, do this, do that. Excuse you, do what? I don't give a damn if you're a dentist. I don't give a damn if you're the head teacher. Oh, we need you to take this class. Uh, no, I'm not going to take the class. Oh, what? But no, I have already said, I'm not going to take the class. You know, I'm going to give you one last story before I let you go. Uh, Luke, Luke's my main guy. I've been wanting to bring him on to the podcast since like 20, uh, 2018. Um, but me and Luke, man, we had an amazing, an amazing journey at this place. I'm still so glad that he's still here. The halls would not be the same if he was not here. Let's just put it that way. Uh, but Luke, you know, it's very unfortunate for him. I don't know how they do it with him, but like through, you know, teaching online and stuff like that, um, they force him to take classes and the classes they give him were similar to the horrible classes I would get in 2017. And so what do I mean by that? Well, back in 2017, when, you know, everything changed, I saw that my salary had reduced by 30% because I wasn't getting many classes anymore. I don't even recall getting another IELTS class between April of 2017 up till I left. In my mind, October, you know, in October, but by the time January rolled around, I was canceling all my classes. I was like, dude, I'm out of here. Um, and so what I wanted to do was, you know, I, I was like, why do you keep giving me these beginner classes? It's just beginner, 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 beginner. These are unbelievably difficult to teach, especially if they're two hours and 40 minutes long. And yet he kept taking all the upper intermediate, all the advanced, all the intermediate classes. And I'm like, uh, 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 what's this about? Oh, well, I feel, it was always, I feel that you could do these classes. I don't believe you could teach IELTS. I saw your writing. So based off something that I intentionally wrote wrong, a stupid ass course report, you're literally stating that I can't teach IELTS based off a four sentence course report that I did not proofread 
that I sent you in a hurry. These types of people you never want to work for. And when I started seeing my workload go down and everything, I'm like, okay. And then I started getting forced to do projects. And I wish I had stood my ground on one of them because there was a really real, but the thing is they didn't have any other teachers to do it. And, but there was a really bad company known for its disgust and racism. Mighty God, Mighty God Jewelry. Uh, and I like to call them out because it's actually, a, what is it? A, a sister of Swarovski. So yeah, I don't, I think it's an Austrian company, but Austria, <laughs> you got some horrible fucking employees out here. Okay. Now Austrians, y'all cool. I actually met one of your own that came to the company. She was the coolest girl in the world, but what's happening in Thailand is absolute dog shit. What's happening. Okay. So with that being said, I remember I was forced to do that. And he's like, well, and British, okay, disgusting looking individual and just an even more rotten heart at the core. And he's like, well, excuse me. well, we kind of expect you to do this, you know, because you're all a full-time teacher. And I'm like, you can't force me to do something. But then he just kept pushing me to do it. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And you know what's crazy? The two-faced bitch I had worked for at the time, she was so ignorant. Like one day she would be on my side. The next day she'd be like, no, you have to tell him that he has to take it. And I'm like, do you not know what happened there? And to me, two years prior, do you not hear her? Did you not hear the stories? Of course you don't want to hear what happened. 2015 was one of the ugliest years of my life in terms of racial discrimination. Of course, 2014 being the number one, but well, 2013 was pretty high up too. Uh, but you're, you're literally, you're not hearing me right now. They like white teachers. You can ask all the other, uh, other employees there, like seriously but he didn't care. Of course, zero empathy. These are the types of bosses you never want to work for. Now, if I actually bulldozed my way and said, nope, not going to do it. Nope. Nope. No, it's funny. I told him that I was doing a part-time master's degree online and that I wasn't free on particular mornings. And it was because I had a, a special project teaching banking executives out here in Bangkok, which I enjoyed so much. And I would go every time I would have had to commute all the way down into Bangkok every Tuesday and Thursday morning to teach these executives and I would always share my stories. And it's so amazing because, you know, one of them, Tana and some key, two of them, as a matter of fact, they still follow me today. And they're just like, wow, look at you now. Even, you know, after my birthday, one of my students who were there, who was there with me during that 2015 period, Kim Kim, you heard her on the podcast. She said, Arsenio, this smile, I remember you seeing you smile back in 2015, but you didn't mean it because it was the environment you lost all your confidence based on these racist rat heads out here. But now you got it back, that smile. And it was just so touching and heartfelt because when you see someone who knew you back then and see and see and you see your growth and when it's someone else, that same person tells you your growth and shows you that, it's unstoppable. And so, to be honest with you, I'm not going to throw away my social life based on somebody else's tasks. You're not going to offload to me. We're going to be hearing a lot of audios coming up real soon in the next sessions, as well as some awesome role play stuff, workplace scenarios. And then that's going to be the end of this amazing, I mean, this amazing season. But this is a long one. It was a long one, but man, I am grateful. So 
thank you people so much. What you can learn from this podcast is to be more assertive, to be more assertive. I'm your host as always, over and out.